0: Those in there first. Bye, Goodbye, Bye
1: everybody. Bye, daughters. Don't know what your letter's in for. We'll, we'll get you later.
0: Right,
2: are you going to press something? I think it started. Oh, it's, I think it's it started.
3: Oh, right. So, we are three grown up women <laughs> <laughs> who have just escaped our mums and run 200 metres up a hill at eight in the morning. Just. <laughs> to get a little bit of exercise, like why are we doing this exactly? <laughs> uh, I'm Lee. I'm Phil, and I'm Alice and we are going on a three day cycling trip with our mothers <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's been a long, well, 30, 36, 36 hours. hours
3: So, But we are here and we are assembled, which feels like a massive deal, yeah, actually Yeah, just that This trip does feel like a really massive deal, but also such an amazing opportunity to create some memories with our mums. Phil, Alice and I travel everywhere by bike because we love how it makes us feel and the adventures we have along the way. Travelling by bike, no matter what age you are, can have a real and lasting impact on how you feel about yourself, how you connect to the environments you move through and how you relate to other people. It's a win-win for people and for planet. So we want to make sure everyone feels like this way of traveling is for them, regardless of age or ability.
2: I'm Hilary, Phil's mum. I'm Linda, Alice's
1: mum. I'm Leslie, Lee's mum. And we've been asked to mention if we want our ages. 69. Um, 69. 63. Add 10 on to years and i'm 70 now wow no. yeah wow one year off gosh six months to
2: go well it's very interesting uh when you find yourself sharing a, a, a room with two ladies who you haven't known for 24 hours yeah because we're not normal hostelers. no anyway we're finding out, out about hosteling, bunk beds
1: <laughs> and how, what do you think you've been signed up to, Hilary? Um, that's one of the main questions so he's asking. An adventure. An adventure. Indeed, and you,
2: with very few details.
1: Yes. So Going with the flow. Going with the flow, and without having had many details, you still said, yeah, I'm going, I'm yep. coming?
2: Yep, yep. Well, I wouldn't be here if I hadn't. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you had no qualms. Any qualms before you
2: came? Well, I'm sure we had qualms, but uncertainties, that's all. Yeah. Um, But a complete trust in the Judgment of Three. Excellent.
3: Which is the key. I think they've seen us over the years doing all these sort of quite big full-on adventures together and they've thought, God, are they going to make us do that? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we're only riding 10 miles to Nethy Bridge and staying in... (laughs) Stopping (laughs) for a cafe en route. (laughs) Stopping for a cafe en route. And then we're going to swing back round the following day another 12 miles to... Mm here in hostel so easing them into our lifestyle <laughs> yeah what do you think they're up to now oh having a cup of tea yeah
5: um, if you don't mind i overheard part of this and i am horribly curious <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a
1: podcast at the moment oh I we're doing it. a po- and that's okay because we can talk to you after we've done our little speech <laughs> you've set us this task and we would definitely like to tell you we're well, we telling the truth but we'll tell you more of the truth after it how
2: much?
1: I, I don't know how long it's to go on uh, no no I
2: don't, don't I mean I think just
1: to What do you think of it so far uh, what, what are we has come awesome
2: out for a rating
1: or, um, um no more intimate <laughs> details um, because you spent yesterday you were pretty knackered after your journey yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. that could be yes, um,
2: yes yeah um, um, but um, otherwise, still feeling uh, very positive.
4: They're all just
1: rolling with it. Yeah,
2: They're up for it, aren't
4: yeah. they?
1: So they're like best mates. <laughs> Everyone's getting on. Everyone's like getting mums on. do.
4: Mums just get on.
1: And overcome difficulties with a bike shape.
2: Well, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And
1: and well, done well on that. It? It's bikes. a huge thing. they
0: heavy bikes. Yeah. That's the other thing yeah. as well. No.
1: Beware exactly. of the heavy bike that can mm-hmm. sometimes...
0: Take you over. Take you it. over.
2: Yes. i yeah. I know various friends who've got nothing wrong with them, and they've been taken over by their e-bikes at, you know, T junction. Oh, absolutely. And they stop. Yeah. Yeah. We've got proof
6: oh, on camera. Well, there we
2: are. Proof now on camera. Now I have camera. seen it for myself.
1: <laughs>
3: right. So we have to be careful about the heavy bike. So today, we do need to go and get back down the hill and pack up our bags. We need to. We need to see what they've brought with them. I mean, my my mum didn't ask me any questions about what to bring, so I have no idea what's in the back of our car. I I think we feel very secure
1: with the girls. Oh, absolutely. Because they're ahead of us just about every point, aren't they? They know what is going to befall us. The turbo um, bit in our bikes, I think is quite interesting because they're always trying to get us up into turbo to give us more thrills. I think I'm getting perfectly good thrills, yeah. whether I'm in turbo or not.
0: No, I agree. I think just being on the bikes and going on the route we did yesterday was great. It was lovely. It was a
1: teeth-shaking journey yeah, we went. Course. It was very bumpy, <laughs> but safe.
0: It was good. It takes you back to being a teenager. Stuff yeah, that you did, yeah. you know. You just yeah. don't do it anymore now, do you? Life's, well, you probably do more than me, but life is quite sedate and pottery.
3: Right. Back into the free. <laughs> Day two. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all?
1: (laughs) A lot of my friends are younger than me. I think that helps. And therefore, if I want to be friends with them, then I do what they do. Or along the same kind of lines, Mm -hmm. even if I'm by myself.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I think um, that um, also that we can completely trust and rely on our girls because between them,
1: they're not daft. No, they're not. And their no, experience. Not <laughs> that. Oh, I'm glad you got that one. Not <laughs> Where's the gentleman that wanted to know. come into our he's, podcast? He's, and he said, "I'm so curious about what you said. We're on a podcast. They'll we'll tell you there. the truth. We're only
3: giving half the truth." <laughs> <laughs> so, to give you a bit of an idea, uh-huh. this is the kind of size of bag that we've got. Mm-hmm. free to put stuff into, but any of the bigger stuff we can put on the cargo bike, so if there's stuff that you're just like, I cannot live without this one litre bottle of E45, yeah. then we, we can put it on the cargo we bike. We can strap
5: it to a fork. But
3: there are ways, so don't, don't go without something that will make you feel happy. That's a lovely release Are we going to
5: work all together? Will we work one-to-one? And let's. And will we work one-to-one with our own mothers? <laughs>
3: That. That's a that's a discarded pile.
1: Painkillers in case anybody else needs them, not me. Not of you. No. A wee blister Lovely. A wee scissor If
3: you want. You know what? Safety pins will always come in handy.
1: That's what I'm
3: thinking. What's I'm this? Of soap. All right.
1: <clears throat> do I need soap?
3: Um, pants. How many pairs of pants do I
1: need? Two. Two. Oh, there's another base layer. That was my other base layer for a like a thin t-shirt thing. Uh huh.
3: Well if you've got that and you, you would put that on if you were cold, I would I wouldn't bother probably with that. I think that's I don't think you need it.
1: Okay, can I put that in a quandary please? You can
3: put it in the quandary pile, yep. And that's a T shirt. Our vest.
1: If you've in got that, very sunny.
3: If it was very sunny you would just wear that, wouldn't would.
1: you? You know, Rav,
3: it's probably, after today will be quite wet and stinky. Wet well, and stinky well, is what this trip is all about. That's good for me. I'm
1: so easy with that. Forget that. Now, in here, I think the things in here. Is that a travel iron? I've got the
3: technical things.
1: This is my technical bag. Your
3: technical bag. It also... <laughs>
1: Oh, I think you should be in another gear here. There we go.
3: Am I being recorded as we speak, Lee? You're being recorded, yeah. Okay. I was stopping again. <laughs> Just until Liv catches up.
1: <laughs> I've seen the horses do this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Laps and laps and laps. I
1: can go round to the right easier, than I can go round to the left.
3: Just you keep going in circles then, that's fine. Regardless of traffic, <laughs> regardless of people, I am rotating. <laughs> I'm practicing. She can't be stop- she's unstoppable. I'm practicing. They're all just unstoppable. Here we go. So we've just left um, Nethy Bridge, our second night on the road expedition is going reasonably well I would say would you say?
1: I think it's going exceptionally well. Good. Can you, do you remember where we've <laughs> been? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a taxing thing to ask how on earth am I going to do a podcast and drive and change gears and all sorts of things but I'll do my best. Great. I know we started off in Aviemore, I know that for sure. We had a very pleasant night. Morning
3: yeah so we survived
1: oh and now I'm turbo again I'm sorry it's alright I must go in turbo again we survived and wanted to go near Boat of Garten. that's what I remember do you remember how you got there? oh god <laughs> it was a very very pretty path <laughs> between pine trees <laughs> and motoring up to a loch uh-huh. whose name I can't remember Loch Okay. On the Space Way. On the Space Way. And we stopped there and looked at green algae. We did. We went swimming. Two, three people went in swimming. Why didn't you? There's somebody shouting there's a car or something. Oh, sorry. Uh, why didn't you come swimming? Why did I not go swimming? Uh-huh. Oh, the thought of the aftermath. You know, it wasn't particularly cold, I believe, but it's the getting out and being warm and. F- uh-huh. It's the aftermath. I couldn't be bothered. I wanted to use all my energy and concentrate fully on the cycling. (laughs) Any excuse will do. So then it was from Garten. we went to Nethy Bridge. Uh Through the woods? Through the woods again, a really nice track. Some of it a bit bumpy, a gravel track. Some of it pretty smooth. And a bit of road. Uh-huh. on that one. It was fine. Well, oh, he's to park just right opposite me. That's fine.
3: Could you slow down a bit Mum?
1: Well I was t- trying to keep ahead of you so that I, I can't could keep
3: indicate. Them. Is that not what you do? <sighs> you Maybe squeeze. we can stop Mum and wait for the others. Wait for the others. We've we'll absolutely, drop oh. absolutely dropped them. You oh. absolutely dropped them.
0: I'm Alice, I'm Linda, I'm Alice's mum. (laughs) We have been through the woods, (laughs) we've been round by a lake, Uh we've been up hills and down hills. Right. (laughs) How
5: are you, how are you doing?
0: I am doing exceptionally well. I'm having an absolutely brilliant time, I've loved being in the woods. I've loved cycling, I've loved chatting to the other mums, chatting to the other daughters, I have a sense of freedom, mm. it reminds me of my childhood. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so Leslie is 79, but she's she's very fit. She's
0: incredibly fit. She's a very fit woman. I would not have had a doubt of 79.
5: Mm.
0: I mean, she's amazing. She's, if I'm anything like that, I'll be thrilled to bits. Well, I think you will be mum. And she has a sense of adventure. Yeah which is just brilliant. Well, I think you have a sense of adventure, otherwise you wouldn't have said yes to this holiday. True. There's something about getting older, where you just say yes, Well, I'm saying yes to stuff. Well, I don't think... I think lots of people, when they
5: get older, they start to close down. And maybe when you get much more older, Mm -hmm. things will feel a bit scarier, but I'm definitely noticing that you're in a yes space. Yeah? Which I've maximised
0: on, <laughs> <laughs> asked you to come along at the right time. Yeah. It's just been such good fun. Yeah. And like I said, it gets you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and do you feel like you've been out of your comfort zone or do you feel like, oh, actually, now I'm here, there's nothing uncomfortable about it, this is... Well, both. Initially, I was out of my comfort zone sharing a dorm <laughs> with everybody it was a bit of a shock. Uh-huh. But actually, it's been brilliant. The bonding that you have because you're all together mm-hmm. um, has just been really comforting really sort of embracing mm. and i've just loved it
3: yeah you were absolutely nailing it linda
0: <laughs> yeah but with the electric thing it's easy
3: well so you still have to pedal mm. steer you steer still have to steer or bit. you don't in your case. That's
0: <laughs> oh, right. <sorry. laughs> you get the
3: steering wrong here. You did fall gracefully. With your bike and couple <laughs> Tumble gracefully to the ground. How was your ride round mm-hmm. by the road? Mm-hmm. Was lovely. <clears throat> so it seems we were right. You're never too old to learn how to travel places by bike and to feel the rich rewards of doing so. There's something really life affirming in moving through a natural landscape by bike. You feel part of the world in a way that's just not possible in a car and you can't help but be struck by just how important it is that we can and protect these natural environments for future generations. The Cairngorms Connect project has a 200 year vision to restore and regenerate the natural habitats we all depend on for a healthy planet. They have a vision that goes far beyond themselves and aim to give something back completely altruistically. A bit like painting I suppose. So we took a detour through Abernethy Forest to meet with Lizzie and David who would explain how important it is for us all to connect and care about something much bigger and more timeless. Than ourselves.
7: I thought this map was quite handy so Cairngorms Connect is a partnership between four uh, neighbouring land managers and um, so RSPB where we are right now um, in Abernethy, um, also Nature Scott and Forestry and Land Scotland and Wildland um, and these four land managers were all doing rest- landscape scale restoration work but separately and so a few years ago they kind of came together and decided that they wanted to do more of a joined-up approach and work together in partnership and uh, they came up with a 200 year vision to enhance species and habitats and ecological processes throughout this area this vast area within the Cairngorms National Park Um, and I think the the two kind of really key things and and things that sort of tie in nicely with the trip that you're all doing um, just now is, one, the partnership angle, just this idea that we really need to all start working together uh, in this joined up approach, um, especially on these kind of vast projects for landscape scale uh, regeneration um, and restoration but also the, the longevity of the vision for 200 years. We're all working towards things that ultimately we're not necessarily going to see. It needs that long-term um, vision to really do meaningful change. Um, I think often these projects can be spurned on by sort of short-term funding scales, or perhaps the government that's in power at that time, or whatever, and it can be quite short-scale and, and wanting quick wins, but actually a lot of the time this work especially some of the work that David is working on you know has has a much more long-term vision trees don't grow in in small amounts of time and and the land um, needs needs time to sort of change um, and restore itself
8: like deer control is a big aspect of it particularly collaborative deer control across the estates so particularly like for example on this reserve um, in the past a lot of the deer control has been within the forest and just on the forest edge and as a result of Cairngorps Connect we've employed high ground deer stalkers who, are, um, who now have a, an agreement that if they're pursuing deer they don't have to stop at the march that they can carry on over onto other neighboring landowners, um, shoot on other neighboring lands, use their deer larders in some cases. Um, so the, that collaboration is really helpful for, for the high ground um, which is where a lot of these boundaries meet you know, we're carrying out peatland restoration. We're carrying out yeah, tree planting and and montane scrub planting. We are um, carrying out non-native removal. So where Sitka spruce and other non-natives are are seeding into areas, we're, we're removing those. What else are we doing? There's lots of stuff about River inver- restoration. River restoration, yeah, yeah. So where
7: rivers have been previously straightened, um, which can then cause kind of catastrophic flooding because they burst and you don't know where they're going to burst their banks. Um, we're looking at sort of renaturalizing the rivers or, or um, uh, restoring them. And yeah, you can hear the buzzards, hear the buzzards calling.
5: <laughs>
7: there. I think we were thinking there was a pair of them over there. Mm-hmm. And doing things like driving tree trunks into um, riverbeds so that then they start a natural meander, so mimicking natural processes in order to restore the flow and slow it down and create better habitats for fish and other invertebrates yeah. and things. Mm.
8: And then, you know, I think another, like a really big thing about the partnership is like the human element of, like, I think that's probably developed quite a lot even as, as the partnership has developed, the, the the thing that united these estates was probably quite a a fairly sort of like i say kind of um purist um idea about ecological restoration um and it was very much focused on the ecology of it but i think as cairngorms connect has grown i think the human element has really come to the forefront so engaging local communities because obviously one of the big criticisms about rewilding if not that it's a term we massively use but we probably fall within that. Um, that it's kind of, you know, it's the clearances again, it's it's de-peopling. Um, And that's fundamentally not how we see it. Like there's a lot of jobs and a lot of work created through what we're doing. And then getting that message out through things like the venison project where, um, you know, we're selling venison locally at, at very reasonable prices there's lots of benefits both ecological and human of what we're doing um and yeah i think that's maybe where elizabeth comes in as well
3: yeah this and this is so interesting that the word connect is in the title and we're all here on this journey connecting and then to
6: connect with with you and to hear you elizabeth you're creative journey to connect in totally different ways. Um, so, I'm Elizabeth Reader, and I'm one of three artists in residence in Cairngorm's Connect area. Um, we're Endangered Landscape Artist Residence um, and the other two artists are Amanda Thompson who's a writer and a visual artist and Robbie Singh who's a dancer and a visual artist, does filmmaking. What we're going to do this year and why we're kind of here is we, um, I, we've run a number of workshops. Um, we've gone out with workers um, in, in, into the field, um, gathered information, done videos. Um, Amanda had an exhibition down at the CCA. Robbie's been going into schools, um, and I've done writing workshops. Um, and Amanda's kind of joined in on those um, in the last kind of year as well. And what we're going to do for 2023 and for like the, the final thing of our residency is something called a commonplace book or a Kist, a Scottish word is Kist, K-I-S-T. And a commonplace book is, um, was used like centuries ago in towns or in, um, in areas and um documents were gathered to represent that place in a time. And so land registries, registries of people, but things like plants that are grown there or recipes or herbs and folklore. So they were very much more, and it's not collage that I'm looking for. What's like a scrapbook and kind of gathered. So it's not like a finely printed book that was organized and edited and then kind of bound. It was, they were more placed in boxes. And when I said this to to Lizzie back in March, when I first met her, she said, oh, like a kiss. I thought that's a so we're calling it the Karen Gorms Kist, um, which is a big, basically a box that you kind of put things in that you want people in the future to learn from. And it can be writing, it can be drawing, it could be a photograph that you then talk a little bit about. Um, it can be almost anything. It can be a digital iteration. There's an upload on uh, the Karen Gorms website, um, or it also can be a physical thing. But we're inviting anybody to, to contribute and really informally. So it could literally be notes of one of your days or a meal you have. <laughs> you ate or um or for workers just field notes and what I love about the project is nobody has the burden to do too much it's a single sheet of paper it can be writing it can be images and nobody has to you just have to say this is something that I notice and I want to share with somebody else I want to share with other people um, and it's the Karen Gorms Connect for 2023 but we could do it in Thirty-three. it's really easily I don't like that word but replicable you can just do it again and again and so if you talk about a 200 year vision there is that potential that it could be done and the digital form might change all those kind of things but there is that lovely sense that it is um and it's I, I did a lot of stuff about companions and being companions in the wild so that's the idea of being in place with people changes something it is it's incredible and that's the same kind of thing your companions not just with everybody who would go into this commonplace book but also into the future and also any memories that you might include so that's what we're doing Um, deadline is early
3: October this idea that all of this work that you're doing is is so altruistic in a, in a sense, this, this idea that it's a, it's a vision ahead for 200 years and I was just talking to my mum on the way up here about how we don't often do that, like we, we live in a society where we're very closed into our thinking about maybe even the next generation will think about what we get out of a performance or an action or a piece of restoration or a piece of care that we give to our garden or our land. We don't think about that way in the future mm-hmm. and this idea that you would put so much energy and love and care and consideration into something for you know genera- future generations, way down the line is so important and meaningful.
7: I think you're right, it can feel so overwhelming, the sort of state of the world that we're living in and to be able to work towards something that feels positive and feels like it's making a difference is really... Um, healthy and beneficial and and what I think a lot of people do actually need.
3: Feeling part of something much bigger than ourselves is both humbling and affirming. None of us will be around forever, but while we are, we have the opportunity to care and connect with each other and with the natural world. Not for selfish gain, but simply because it gives the whole life thing real meaning and purpose. What a gift to be able to share this perspective with our mums and to hear how this shared experience on e-bikes is having such an impact on them. And in terms of looking after different generations, uh-huh. I think we're doing a great job, me and Phil and Alice, are doing a great job of looking after. You're talking about you guys looking after us? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, you've done your job. We're all raised now. No, oh, it was right. our
1: turn to look after you well that's pretty good but it, it wasn't put like that when you introduced this, the idea of this which I believe that maybe I, lured, I suggested have you ever thought of taking older people on these trips that you do instead of children but never thinking for a minute you were going to employ us
3: <laughs> or me would you not have said it if you'd known what we were going to do
1: Going I concentrate on getting past these puddles before I Resume, Chad, this is Chad. Oh. So, yesterday I, w- I thought perhaps too far, too long, but, and you talked about the up and downness of it, but we'd all be all right. Well, I didn't feel any up and downness. I feel we've been riding on a flat path from day one because of the magnificence of riding in an electric bike. That's the thing that's kind of astounded me, probably most. I'll go in front of you here. There were hills
3: yesterday. I believe you, I do
1: believe you. But you were just cruising, weren't you? That it's just a doddle on the bike. There's no question about the electric bike.
3: Did you not think that it would be?
1: Sorry, I didn't think it would be so good. (sighs) She's off on a turbo boost.
4: I think that is recording. I think yours is recording.
2: Name's Hilary. I'm Phil's mum.
4: And I'm Phil, Hilary's daughter. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Um, So, Mumsy, this is the end of the trip. Indeed. We're about to all go our separate ways. Um, Maybe you can just tell us briefly about... What you've, what you've enjoyed, what you've found easy, what's what's been challenging for you? Well, it's been a lot of experience
2: in a very short amount of time, uh, starting with meeting two very nice ladies who are the other mums, sharing um, a dorm with them when we've never met before. And we all actually seem to get on extremely well, which is very lucky for the girls. <laughs> and we have laughs, which is always the best thing the actual cycling has been testing at times uh, the off-road bit in particular unfortunately I have MS which affects my left leg and therefore makes it quite difficult if tired or on a slightly unknown bike to get that foot onto the left pedal
4: especially going uphill
2: in fact going, <laughs> almost impossible going up no going uphill It doesn't happen, it's impossible. Therefore, I don't like to stop. (laughs) If it can be achieved, I will not ever stop. But I'm afraid when it comes to mountain biking, that is not achievable. It's not
4: so straightforward. So
2: it has been extremely demanding, wonderfully exhilarating, great fun. (laughs) And the silly old mums have, have enjoyed being cared for by their daughters and suddenly feel that they can be like teenagers themselves. I know, and you've even
4: managed to avoid cooking. Yes, we've all managed to... You dodged to... dinner and then you dodged breakfast. No, we've, we've so managed to avoid all responsibilities. We've literally waited on you hand and foot.
2: Indeed, and for which we are all... I'm sure I speak on behalf of Leslie and Linda. Uh, <laughs> we are all really grateful. <laughs> <laughs> the three mums have been amazingly well behaved.
4: You have. You have been amazingly well... But I think this is... A, <laughs> as, as three um, youngish women uh, who don't have children... Not that you're like children, but suddenly we're having to worry about others other than ourselves. How they're going to be That's fed, it. watered, clothed, picked uh, up off the pick, road, picked up, carried, <laughs> put to bed. Um, so it's been quite an enlightening experience for all of us, I think. And it, and that level of um, having to be constantly thinking about the well-being of someone else is, I think, quite tiring. It is indeed. Which gives me a newfound respect, for, not that I didn't have it before, but for, uh, well, there's the, still the constant worry you go through, that am I, well, I don't think you care if I'm ever particularly well fed, but no, if, I, I if I have some with... shelter somewhere and that I'm not indeed in trouble somewhere. A mother's
2: love never goes, mm. and a mother's concern never disappears no no we, it is there however horrible we are to you indeed it will not go but again you know um, when you have allies like other mums you all take it on the
4: chin I know it, it's it has been very very sweet seeing that um, so it's actually it's it's easier spending time and traveling with one's mother I find when doing it with others and their mothers
2: I am sure I'm sure (laughs) I would not doubt that well actually I have to say it's also easier for the mother yeah no I'm sure
4: because you have got allies indeed
2: yes so maybe
4: this is the way to do it a different age group yeah
2: where we can where you all
4: understand each other and we all understand each other
2: indeed absolutely yeah good balance yeah as long as the
3: daughters do all the work Oh my goodness, is this what it's like having children?
4: Yes. It's like someone has put their life in your hands?
3: I mean're we're, we're back at the Obridge Inn where we started on this where we had dinner three the first years night. Ago. It does feel <laughs> it was three nights ago and it feels like it was three years ago. It's incredible, isn't it? Mm. but i f- I think it has gone so much better than mm. I could possibly have oh, imagined. Yeah. I think we maybe didn't give them enough um, enough clout, like they know, they knew they, they know maybe they didn't need to be handheld as much as we were worrying about them because mm-hmm. they've been here <laughs> oh maybe <laughs> <laughs> Phil?
5: well they still couldn't find their own way to the <laughs> hostel bedroom
3: I know but they would figure it out would they?
5: <laughs> eventually my mum tried to go out the fire exit this morning <laughs>
3: I was just thinking, like my mum kept saying we want you to be getting something out of this too Like, we want you to be able to ride your bikes and enjoy yourself and like well, I mean we are enjoying ourselves but this isn't really about riding bikes for us this is about yeah. something else and it, actually I was saying that to make her feel better but actually yeah. <laughs> I was getting something else out of it something totally different out of this than I would if it was just the three of us smashing oh, wow. about the Cairngorms Gardens. Yeah the pace that we went at the conversations that we had Mm. the reflections the ease of just being with each other it was it was really really meaningful in in a way that I've not experienced before
5: I've really enjoyed seeing our mums just get more and more comfortable with each other Oh, totally like at first it was just that kind of shyness and slightly kind of difficult conversation where they probably needed us to be there and and make things more comfortable and and now they're just doing their own thing, aren't they?
3: They are, they're sitting 100 yards away drinking their third coffee. Yeah.
5: But there's something, it's like, that really feels, like this energy from them when they're together that they've, like, been through something together.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, it's a nice way to end. It is a nice way to end.
2: An exciting
1: four days. Very
0: much so very exciting.
1: The coffee is making it extra special.
0: <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> How do we feel? How do you put into words what we feel?
0: Well, I've been taken out of my comfort zone. Totally. Here we utterly. go. Just, yeah. From day one? Day one you sleeping in a, in a dorm again.
2: In fact, and the you, novel part was in fact be, being with people, t- two other ladies who i had never I'd met. Never met, <coughs> exactly. never met before. The one common well, the thing in common is our lovely daughters, daughters who yes. obviously have such a very strong relationship. Yes, we exactly. And we can only assume that that is on the basis of being brought up
1: <laughs> by well, us, as wonderful ho- people. Ho- hopefully by good mothers.
2: <laughs>
0: Absolutely. We always do make a job. <laughs> I think. Well, the very fact. The very <laughs> fact. <laughs> 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 fact- <laughs> <laughs> lovely children, aren't they? Yeah, They're no, amazing. Um, oh.
2: and, the, and the very fact that they invited us as well. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, there were others who were sort of thinking, what, taking a mother on a,
1: <laughs> an adventure. Is this, um, is this a podcast just to bum us up? I think it should be. I think they're hoping we're going to say lovely things about. We are, of course we are. But we could just make the podcast about how wonderful we are and how we've brought up these kids to be the wonderful people that they are that have had trust in us. To, you know, it could go round in circles, couldn't it? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think they had trust that we could make it Mm. or do it obviously they must have done in the residential sense and and, and the cycling sense and we had uh, obviously faith in their capacity to make it Mm -hmm. happen so all in all Um, and as we sit here with our cups of coffee at the end of our adventure on the whole I think we're proved right so um, we can give them our thanks Yes. Here, we could in, all together say one, two, three. Thank, Thank you, girls. girls. Thank oh. you, girls. It's been a blast.
3: <laughs> I just think they're absolutely amazing three women. Yeah. Yep. Aren't they? Yeah. Just incredible. Which no- they raised us all. You
5: know? Mums are just amazing. Aren't they?
3: Mums are just amazing. Just
5: no complaining, no,
4: <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: So stoic. Yeah, So yeah. just up for stuff mm-hmm. and capable. I mean, we shouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like us mm. 30 years ago. <laughs> Are you lightening this
1: to mothers and daughters in total oh, reverse?
3: no, no, no. You're much, much harder work than any group of kids I've ever worked with.